Hello, it's Peter Wright and Kathleen Beauvais in Ontario, Canada, a snowy Ontario. Although the sun's shining, we've got our first really good snowfall of the winter, so it's quite bright. And here we are with episode number 148 of The Yacking Show. This is the show for awakening you to new perspectives for the changing world we're living in. And as always, we have interesting guests, but it's not my job to introduce guests. Kathleen does it a lot better than I do. And guests from a different field today, I think you're going to find him really interesting. But first, a quick plug for Kathleen. Not only is she a wonderful co-host of The Yacking Show, she wears another hat and she will help you solve any of your IT recruitment and development needs if you have them. So if you've got a problem in that area, get hold of her. Anyway, welcome, Kathleen. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Peter, and a little bit chilly, burr, <laughs> with that snowfall. But uh, we thank you so very much for tuning in to our show. We so appreciate you, and we love reading your comments. So please do keep those coming. And if anyone out there is interested in becoming a guest on our show, don't hesitate to reach out to either Peter or myself. And as Peter mentioned, we do have another special guest with us today. I think you'll find him very interesting. Um, we have Scott Olgren. Scott, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very welcome. much. I, I am down in Florida, so I, I feel for your temperature <laughs> issues. That's why I see the tan. I'm looking at you yeah. and I'm looking yeah. at myself. For those of you on audio, I mean, Scott is very tanned. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> but Scott, you are the owner and chief formulator of Synaptic Scientific, and we'll get into that uh, in, in just a little bit. But first, can you tell our audience a little bit about your background and what led you to develop an interest, first of all, in natural foods as medicine? Well, how, how I got into this line of work, I think, well, that goes back a ways because I'm 65 years old. Um, my interest in plants as medicine was really the discovery uh, of, the, of plants as medicine as the real healing agents, you know, in, in the way humans work. And that... I probably got into it the same way that 95% of my colleagues, anyone who owns or is involved in natural wellness gets into it. And that was, you know, their own bad personal experience of the failure of pharmaceuticals or the failure of, you know, something in the past or, you know, something where someone introduced them to the power of plants in some fashion, whether it was diet or a particular herb or a particular formula, and they got well. And it's the, it's the shock and awe of that because, you know, the way I was raised anyways, back in the, back in the sixties and the seventies and in a small farm town in Wisconsin was none of that was even a remote, remotely in any of the library books where I grew up or my parents' knowledge, it was all pharmaceuticals. And mm -hmm. I had a classic, you know, failure of prescription med medicines that, for a digestive problem that I had that now, of course, years later, you look back and you go, well, no wonder you had a digestive problem given what you were eating. And, uh, you know, I really saw that it was hurting the body and not helping it. So, that's kind of how I got involved in it. Wow, 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 wow. As you say, um, the use of plant-based medicines, natural medicines, holistic medicine is a lot more common now than when we were of a similar age when we were kids. But you, you went specifically for a brain tonic and you went to look to develop medicines and formulations that help the mind and the brain more than the physical side. So what led you down that route, Scott? 
Well, it wasn't that wasn't the initial start. The initial ah. start was real. No, it's good though. I'm glad you're asking that. It, 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 I think the way I really got into it initially was the changing of diet. Okay. Because I saw that by changing the diet, the digestive tract healed. And then for, when the digestive tract heals, the skin problems heals. And then from that, I could feel this, this brain fog that I didn't even know that I had, but you just develop. If your digestion is not working well over time, I think everybody, put it this way, when your digestion is really working well and you're eating really well and your nutrient levels are really high, your brain is functioning at a higher level. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't so much that I got into it through those cognitive enhancing herbs. That wasn't it at all. It was really teaching the course and teaching the classes that it, and writing the books uh, on okay. an internal cleansing program that I saw. And I was hearing back from people saying, my brain is working better now. And then I think where I really started to focus in on that, I had been, and, and by the way, I, I want to state for those listening, I'm not anti-pharmaceutical. Mm -hmm. Uh, pharmaceuticals can absolutely save your life. I mean, antibiotics, oh my God, they will save your life. They can be perfect as with many, many pharmaceuticals for dire situations that, so they can keep the body alive long enough. So until you can bring in really the nutritional support again, it's like saying, you know, I'm not anti starting a fire with gasoline. It's just that for the backyard barbecue or the braai, you know, mm, braai, yeah. it's really <laughs> not the right tool for that job. It's like using Oxycontin to, for a toothache, you know, right. it's the wrong tool for the wrong job. And it's the same thing with this horrible use of amphetamines for ADHD and improving focus. It is utterly utterly not only the wrong tool, but it is, it is having an extremely dire consequence on the ability of humans to think clearly and to have cognitive abilities that we need, especially in the time we're involved in. So I just need to say, I'm not mm -hmm. anti-pharmaceutical. I'm trying to show people what, what we have, what my whole teaching is about is use the right tool for the right job. And well, I forget what your question was. <laughs> well, no, you've answered it very well. It was why, why did you, I was mistakenly thought you went straight into the development of brain tonics, but mm -hmm. you've correctly told us how you got there through looking at the digestive tract, nutrition and the whole body. Correct. And, and the and, brain fog. So that's good. Yeah. And then I think what, where, where the change really started to happen was I had worked for God 15, 20 years in the superfood world. I was in teaching. I had written all the books. And I was really, I was hungry for doing something more that would have a bigger impact. You know, I wanted to really have my own set of employees, all that. And uh, I think what got me involved was I was watching, this was around the early 2000s, and I was watching this astronomical rise in popularity of the stimulant drinks. Now, I specifically call them stimulant drinks because awesome, euphemistic marketing realized, you know, we can't call them stimulant drinks. They won't become as popular. So we'll call them energy drinks. Energy drinks, right. And, and I am, not, again, I want to make, like I said, I'm not against stimulants. I'm against stimulants every day. I'm right. against stimulant three times a day. I'm against stimulants for 10 years, 20 years. That's no longer a party 
that becomes addiction. That addiction. becomes, again, the wrong tool for the wrong job. And oh, it was sure. horrible. I saw all of these kids and giving access to it and then college students. And then again, I was seeing the effects of these drinks. It, you're tweaking the body by forcing the organs and the systems for, to, to produce those chemicals to give you that effect instead of feeding the body, the compounds that, and the compounds that aid in energy and aid in cognitive production. Mm -hmm. And I'd been using those, these particular plants for years as part of my daily thing. And I could feel their effects. So that's kind of how I got into it. So right. around 2005, I, uh, I got with a friend and I said, I want to create the first non-caffeinated, truly effective thing drink. And we created brain tonic, uh, Tonic was spelled T-O-N-I-Q, right. you know, as a little twist to the, or double mm -hmm. entendre, whatever you want to call that. And uh, so we did. And uh, actually we did really well. We were, we got up to about 2.4 million units uh, a year, which was great. Wow. We were in every Whole Foods, which back then was the, you know, the, 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 the gold ring of distribution. Mm -hmm. uh, we were in 1400 of the stores and we actually got over into uh, Europe and I got invited to give a talk in Russia and brain health, which believe me, I was so out of my league, but it was fun. And they knew mm -hmm. who I was. And I was, you know, kind of innovative with, and I was using some of the plants from Russia. Right. One in particular was rhodiola. Rhodiola rosea grows a lot in uh, the mountain mountainous or higher regions of, um, of uh, Russia anyway. So that's, that's how I got into it. And it was great for a while, but I will tell uh, an interesting why it eventually after 10 years, we closed it down, but the, you know, it, uh, it you know, with this topic in particular, what were the reasons that I look back and I realized I made a mistake was this is that back then I was trying to make a great tasting fun, delicious drink. And I was ignoring the fact that to really be effective, all, all compounds that have an impact in feeding the brain, in meaning actually in giving you either the precursors or the actual nutrients that the brain needs to think clearly for, for cognition, so forth, are all bitter. They're the alkaloids, they're the terpenes, they're the, they're the phenols, that these are all things that are to the tongue are very, very bitter. So, you know, I, I didn't create as strong of a product as I really wanted. And right. so during the pandemic last year, my head chemist from back then, who is just this brilliant MD from India, he's got, he's, he actually works for pharmaceutical companies most of the time, but his fascination has always been in the botanical world, using the botanicals to, you know, really help with people. And he's got a very strong, similar bent to me, which is, you know, seeing the decline of, you know, really strong cognitive thinking, clear thinking, critical thinking, you know, and watching the rise in black and white, what would you call it? You know, you know, just reactive thinking, I guess is what I would call it, mm -hmm. reactive mind. And so anyways, he's got that same love. And I said, I, I want to do it better this time. So we put together this latest concoction uh, that we okay. actually took, we, we came out with it September 1st of this year. We've only been uh, selling it for three months now. Three months. 
Right. Yeah. And it took us about seven months of R&D to get it right. It was not an easy form because there's a in, the, the, the chemistry was hard because there's a there's part lipids and there's part uh, aqueous mix and you got to get them to emulsify mm-hmm. and figure it out. And, you know, it is a bitter mix. So it's a it, but we had to make it at least palatable that people could put it into a, a spoon. We have a pump and you put a little bit, but it's very potent. And uh, yeah, the success on it has been extraordinary what people are getting from it right excellent and, well i think you've pretty much answered my the next question i was going to ask you scott why a plant-based tonic is superior to your popular synthetic brands but uh, what i was going to ask you next was how long does it take for you to notice the benefits of taking this this tonic are there any contraindications as well mm. um well i'll answer the first most people feel the effect within 10 minutes. It's, it's, um, I think wow. that is largely because of the way we process the plant. One of the things that makes it so potent is that, and, and actually it's the reason why I decided to, you know, reopen up brain tonic and actually create a whole new product was because my partner, my MD told me about this fairly new, uh, plant extraction technology called supercritical fluid extraction, which is a mouthful, but basically, and, and in fact, as people have pointed out, it's not that it's new, it's been around for decades, but it's new to nutraceuticals. Mm-hmm. It's new to the Ayurvedic world. And it took a really innovative company in India that was quite vertically integrated. They own their own 1,000, 1,200 acre uh, organic grown you know, land, you should see the photos of it. It's incredible. And then they had the technology, they had the wherewithal, they, they've got engineering backgrounds and they had the wherewithal to figure out how to use this machinery and this very complex process to extract the active ingredients out of these cognitive enhancing plants. Um, and so that's what made it so powerful that instead, back when I was doing brain tonic, if you got five to one potency, meaning you took five pounds of raw leaves or seeds, whatever, wherever the active is in a plant, it, you know, like, it's, look, it's like tea, you know, it's the leaves of tea. It's not the, it's not the stalks necessarily. Mm-hmm. So you process that part of the plant and what you end up with is one pound, put five pounds in one pound. That was good extraction. Now with this technology, we're talking 60 to one, 80 to one, 100 to one. And so to, to, to your question, Kathleen, how, how fast is it? It's quite fast. The first time I ever put a, you know, a little bit of Bacopa Monieri underneath my tongue, I'd done a lot of Bacopa Monieri in my life. I never felt that. So it has a very strong hit on the body, which I recognize as we need that now in 2021, more than we've ever had before. Look, a hundred years ago, mint tea was great for helping you go to sleep, but we're dealing with a whole different human being, whole different cultural, social, whatever is the issue, broken brains. I don't really know, but we need strong plant medicine to, to compete with amphetamines. Mm. Um, you know, Peter, you're old enough. I, I'm old enough. I don't know about Kathleen, but I, when I was nah, growing she's up, a young, she's a youngster. She's a youngster. Good. Yeah. Okay. Well, when I was growing up, the most toxic, the most poisonous 
hard drug that you could take were amphetamines. And now we've got 15 million Americans using amphetamines every single day, and they are being prescribed. And that is destroying people's ability to think. These are our future leaders, folks. Yeah, yeah. So that's my passion. And that's that's kind of, and to, oh, uh, in terms of safety, obviously we have to be FDA certified we have to have our labs have to be fda all of our ingredients have to be what are called uh the uh, under the deshay act meaning they have to have had a long long history nothing new you know they've been used for hundreds of years in you know or uh asian medicine as well as uh, indian medicine so right. in, wow contraindications then there when there really there really aren't any no, none. There's there's so nothing really concerned. interact with somebody taking medications or anything like that. It's well, as always, you know, if you're taking any medications, mm -hmm. if you're taking pharmaceutical medication, you should pretty much check with your doctor before you take any supplement. Anything okay. else? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the other thing too is that you know th this is this is adult this is adult nutrition, so you should be an adult before you make that decision to use these. But mm -hmm. but more to the point. These are plants that we should have been using for a long time. These are the analogy I say is this, is that if we eat an orange and we get vitamin C, even if we don't understand all the complexities of what vitamin C does, maybe it helps with colds or it helps with the immune system. It actually helps with a skin and connective tissue. It's why, that's why your teeth fell out. If you were sailing for seven weeks back a hundred right. years ago, scurvy, because yeah. it was scurvy and it all had to do with connective tissue. So there's a lot of complexities about what vitamin C does. We just know that if we eat oranges, if we eat citrus, we know we're getting at least that nutrient in that plant. If we, uh, you know, we, if you eat meat or you eat protein, you know, you're getting those protein, you're getting the amino acids. And I would say it's time we open up our understanding of nutrition to look for the plants. There's 400,000 plants in the world, 400,000 plants to look for the plants that are rich in serotonin. Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't we do that first? before looking to pharmaceuticals to tweak the body so that it forces out the serotonin. Why would you do that? Knowing that when you do that, at some point, your body is going to be depleted of that serotonin levels. Why not feed the body the precursors or the parts that actually mm -hmm. produce and make the serotonin. Same thing with L-dopamine, same thing with oxytocin, not oxycontin, oxytocin, oxytocin feel good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know, extraordinary. These are all the components of the brain. Look at what the brain needs and take the plants and use to feed and nourish the brain. People see such fast results in terms of a lessening of depressing, a lesson of lessening of anxiety, an increase in mental focus. This is not magic. These are not drugs. These are nutrients that are simply feeding the body and the brain these things that it's been starving for. All right. I, I've got to jump in here and say that when you, when Kathleen's listening to this, um, you're, you're preaching to the converted because uh, she's been telling me all this for the five or six years we've known one another. <laughs> and, uh, and whenever I say, you know, I didn't feel too good because she says, well, look at what you eat. You know, you, you've got to wake up and start eating healthier. And 
yeah yeah with my her, juice. Her for those juices. of you listening i'm i'm yeah. having my my lunch which is um uh lots of grapes some strawberries blueberries uh just nothing but berries in here so and you look at the difference in how well she looks compared to an old guy like me, then um, you know that it worked. But she's helped me a lot and, and uh, helped me with some of the dietary problems I had purely from eating a lot better. So I'm also getting amongst the converted there now as well. When you talk about your plants, which are mainly Asian, um, do you have a whole series of plants or a whole range of plants that you use for your, your cognitive drink? Correct. Yeah, there's a total of eight active ingredients that we use in cognition. And I wish there were easier names to recognize, but they're, they're, you know, a lot of them are, are Latin names. So, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I can mention off some of them, Bacopa I mentioned earlier. You did, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's another one that's, uh, of, it's, a, it's the leaf of something called Centella Asiatica. Um, let's see, what else would you, uh, os oh, Osimum Sanctum is actually one that a lot of people may be familiar with. It's, it's more, uh, English name is Holy Basil. Holy Basil okay. has a, is a phenomenal, especially, especially when it's concentrated, it gets into the brain it can do really powerful things to helping with, uh, memory. Um, another one to, that is really interesting that I didn't know about till just a year or two ago is a. It's a bean and uh, forgive, I only know the, the Latin name at this point. I'll think of the uh, English name, but the Latin name is Macuna purians. Macuna purians is this, believe it or not, it's like a hairy, it's got all these hairs on it. And it's, it's extremely high in the precursors of L-dopa. L-dopa then transforms into dopamine. Dopamine <laughs> is one of the most powerful hormones also as a neurotransmitter in the brain that mm -hmm. helps to regulate mood. It's also very powerful that they see it as a role in um, motivation. You, you will get the drive partly from dopamine levels. If you're mm -hmm. low on dopamine, you will be less likely to get up and go in the morning or get that out there and accomplish or do your homework or, you know, go work out or, you know, go get your college degree. So it's a very, very important plea. And, and the effects of that are so easy. You just consume it. Um, another one is, uh, and it's actually an African seed, but it's now growing in India as well, is a, a, a small seed called Graphonia simplis. Hang on. Graphonia simplicifolia. Graphonia is interesting. And I'll bet you a lot of people of your listeners are familiar with it, it's, it but there, it's known by its extraction, which is called 5-HTP. 5-HTP yeah. is the precursor to serotonin. And serotonin is such amazing. You put more serotonin in your body, you will get this magical, almost ephemeral thing that we humans called well-being. Mm -hmm. And when you've got well-being, you, you've got so much going for you because no matter what comes and hits you, you're able to weather that storm. Sure. And without that, without that well-being, life becomes difficult. So it's, you know, these are just some of the, 
plants in the 400,000 plants that we need wow. to, as human beings, start to become aware of a, you know, I ideally would love to start seeing this being sold in stores. Not only mm -hmm. my, my particular, mine's like a kick-ass version of all this, but these are things you can use in cooking. And mm -hmm. they have been used in cooking in India. Well, then on the, great. And every day you're getting this nice mild little dose of it, just like a slice of orange. You know, you don't, you know, you don't have to be in scurvy land to, you know, and sailing for seven weeks with your teeth falling out to realize the need for vitamin C. <laughs> so you can get these things on a daily basis. And that's really our driving force of our company. Right. Ah, very good. Very good. So, so do you have more products in development so your my understanding is that your original brain tonic was replaced by your product called cognition correct exactly okay. yeah which okay yeah yeah that's it so we we, we you, no one can get people still ask for it but i say no it's not available anymore but we've got something a lot more powerful right than a good tasting drink. And you'll see why within the first dose, the first, you know, um, serving size of it. Mm -hmm. Do you have other products in the works? We do, but they're really more at the, you know, brain level. They're like, oh, <laughs> would that be great to do that? You know? And, and in fact, even this morning, we, we had just been sent by one of our chemists, uh, um, it, they're, they're called masking agents, which are really interesting. They're, they're from oftentimes from, the outer bitter shell of shell, the outer bitter lining of certain plants uh, that through chemistry that I don't understand basically can mask certain flavors, the harsher flavors, including mm. bitter. And just this morning, I was doing a, a very non-lab thing. I was, you know, doing it like mixing coffee. I was taking a bottle of my, of my cognition. I'll show you a bottle yes, of it here. Us, please. So, it comes in this four ounce bottle like this. And I specifically designed it so that it was hermetically sealed so that, you know, people wouldn't be, uh, you know, it, you know, we're, we're, we're living in weird times. So it's, you know, it's sealed. And that way it's great is if people can say, here, take it. I want you to feel this. And that's what's happening is people get a bottle of and say, you got to try this. And so the, get out a spoon, you know, and everyone get out a spoon. You just pump it two to four to six times and then they try it. And then you're talking and all of a sudden they go, I feel something. So, this is four ounces here. And all I did with just to go back to that story was I, this is a fascinating, it's an anti-bitter masking agent. And all I did was I undid it and put in those two or three drops of this, shook it up and dang, man, it was like, Oh, I wish I would have had that when we started because <laughs> cognition's bitter. You know, mm -hmm. it's like a, it's a true, it's a true tonic. Like if you've ever had tonics back in the day, it's, it's bitter. Yep. So that's why we always have people say, look, mix it with something. I like mixing it with orange juice, just a little bit. And it's great. You just kind of taste the plants. So you don't taste all that bitter. Well, with that masking agent, believe me, after this morning, I went, that's it. Next batch is going to have that masking agent so that people taste more of the orange flavor that I have in it and the mm -hmm. lemon and, you know, then it makes it taste. So yes, there are more products coming up ahead. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to switch gears a little bit and talk about your book because you're, you're, um, you published a book that sold 80,000 copies. Now, not many books sell 80,000 copies. So, and you've published, you have other publications. What, was the, what do you attribute the huge interest in your book to? 
You know, I knew you guys were going to ask me that question. And my first thought was, well, wow, you know, I thought I would sell a quarter million. You know, I thought it was such an important topic. But, I, you know, it's interesting. I've since I've since learned that plenty of books don't sell 5,000. So, you know, that's great. Uh, and, and to be honest, I wrote th- I wrote a total of four books and they've sold a, a total of 95,000. So you can really put that as an average, but one sold 70,000. So I think the, boy, what, hey, uh, I think at the time, you know, I wrote all the books in the early 2000s. I was really on a kick there to, to teach people about internal cleansing, which mm-hmm. is kind of, you know, what Kathleen, I'm sure has been, you know, I use the word cleansing because I really was into that to me is what the body does yep. through the, through the process is that it, it's basically by eating light on the food chain for an X period of time, the body takes that opportunity to dump all of this excess, whether it's excess metabolic waste from the foods, excess metabolic waste from all of the processes of the body that have not had a chance to remove themselves. So I always called it cleansing because that was a school I went to was Mm -hmm. kind of a cleansing school. So I taught people that class. And I think that was really people's first introduction to things like intermittent fasting that, you know, is becoming quite popular now where you don't eat for 14 hours and then you mm-hmm. can eat whatever you're going to eat. Then you don't eat for 14 hours. And that has the ability to do that cleansing effect in the body. So I think that might've been it. Yeah. Okay. And just following on from that right now, 10 years after you wrote those books, would you say there's a growing interest in plant-based medicine in general and in the brain tonic type medicines in particular? Oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, back when I was teaching it, the word cleansing was laughed at. I mean, no one, you know, mm-hmm. it just no one, no one, no one really, a lot of people just thought it was silly. And now most of the world has heard about it. So you bet it's growing a lot. Everyone, everyone now understands the impact of nutrition on your health. There's still pockets where people have, you know, someone, people will come to me and say, I've got bad skin. What should I do? And I think really, uh, no, you know, not all bad skin comes, you know, it can be from the makeup they put on their face. It can be from all sorts of things, but man, the first thing I would do is look at their, look at, you know, skin is the result of one's digestive tract and one's, Mm -hmm. one's nutrition. So, yeah, but you know, we've still got a long way to go. As I said, there's 37 million Americans alone. I'm, you guys are up in Canada, so you have your own numbers to deal with, but 37 million daily take antidepressants instead of these foods. And again, antidepressants are not nutrients. No. They're tweakers. They are, they have figured out how to tweak the body's internal pharmacology in order to, to produce, squeeze out those things that lead to not being depressed, not being anxious. Well, okay. That's one way to do it in in an acute situation where someone's suicidal or can't get up. Mm -hmm. Okay. But what are you going to do then? Exactly. What's the right. thing? Right. And, yeah. and, and, you know, 37 million is about 18% of adults in America. So that means about one every five or six or seven of Amer- that you see walking around are antidepressants. Yeah. I don't mind that, but I would ask them a year from now, if you're still on antidepressants, then someone did not teach you the right That's tool right. for the right job. Exactly. 
Just, yeah. I know what Kathleen's going to say. We're running out of time, but I've got to jump in. So, thirty-seven million is almost exactly our entire population in the, in, in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine, Kathleen. I know what you want to do. Uh, back to you. <laughs> yes, uh, unfortunately, Scott, we are running low on time. Yeah. So, how can people contact you? And most importantly, how do they buy your products? Yeah, thanks. Um, uh, well, our website is synapticscientific.com. And seriously, if people want to say that they saw the show, they just click on, you know, contact support and mention Kathleen and mention Peter. And please tell me your comments, whether you hated it or thought I said something that was silly. I, I like to hear it and converse. So I will be happy to communicate directly with you. And we actually set up a coupon code right before uh, we ah. got on. And, you know, it'll just give them 10% off. So Good. that the coupon code is first. 10 and 10 is one zero. So it's F I R S T one zero. And that will get them 10%. And if anyone has trouble getting that coupon code, you contact me and I'll make sure. And I've got to ask you do ship to Canada and do you ship you worldwide? Bet. Do you ship you worldwide? Okay. Yeah. Great. Initially we thought, Oh boy, is that going to be a problem? You know? And Oh my God, the cost of shipping has gone up astronomical since the pandemic. So uh, but yeah, it's all. And, and just so people know too, it's $5 flat fee anywhere in the States, $27 flat fee, no matter how many bottles they order to any country in the world. Great. Excellent. Thanks. Well, thank you so much for being with us, Scott. We so appreciated having you on. It was a pleasure. Oh, it was, oh, it's an honor. And thank you all again for tuning in to our show. We love reading those comments. And as you heard from Scott, he'd like to hear your comments as well. So until next time, everyone, take care. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.